Hey guys, it's Ed. I'm coming to you live from Riverside Park, right near the um, Will and Grace house, actually. So if you can find me, you're amazing. Um, well, I should say where the Will and Grace house is supposed to be. Clearly they're in a studio somewhere. I think in um, Burbank. Anyways, my doctor says I need to take in some more calcium. So I am doing the responsible thing today and drinking mimosas. And if you don't believe that mimosas will help with calcium, they're made of orange juice. Okay? Okay. Um, the big story this week, of course, has been um, Demi Lovato's overdose. Um, and, and because of that, I'm going to put together basically the complete report um in an episode this weekend for you just in case you missed something or you want to listen to it again to see um what happened so we're getting new reports now about um wilmer um wilmer valderrama going to see her um and if you don't know those two dated uh, for quite a long time, actually. Um, I don't know the specific number, um, but it was for years, and allegedly, he's the one who got her hooked on drugs in the first place, and um, he cheated on her, and it, like it was just a really toxic, bad relationship. So, I'm really hoping that him going to see her is not a sign that they're getting back together because that's not what she needs right now. What she needs right now is rehab. And what I'm hearing is that is in her future, thankfully. However, people are worried that it's not going to help because um, her family and friends uh, allegedly tried to hold an intervention for her over the past few weeks and she was not receptive to it. She actually rejected it. How do you reject an intervention? Like, this sounds like a bad plot of a sitcom. Like, we're very concerned for you and you're just gonna sit there and drink? Like, is she Karen Walker? Does she think she's Ellie from Cougar Town? You know, I'm really interested to hear like how did this go down and is it as absurd as it sounds to me the answer of course is yes but um but yeah I really want to know like what goes into rejecting an intervention and how do I tell my family this is what they should expect when they hold one for me. Um, this has just been a long, crazy story. Uh, so, page six is also talking about. Oh, yes. Page six is also talking about the 911 call. So, 
and this really bothers me. When I was running Generation Gossip, I always swore I would never do this. And um, with Drunk Gossip, um, both the podcast and the blog, I can promise you this. I will never post 911 calls. I think it's sick. Um, yes, I mean, I'm sure it does generate a lot of views or listens. But at the end of the day, you lose your integrity. And that is more important than getting a few more ad dollars. Um, but in the 911 call, the friend who called asked for the ambulance to come without the sirens. And the dispatcher, who I love, like I haven't listened to the tape, I've only read the, um, a few pieces of the transcript, but the, <laughs> the dispatcher got sassy and was like, this is an emergency situation, I don't really have control over that, and you know she wanted to add dumbass, you just know she did. Um, obviously I'll keep bringing you updates as we find out more. Um, look for the full report on Demi Lovato later on this weekend. And as for right now, I'll be right back. Hey, I'm back. So, let's talk some Roseanne here. You know, I really thought that this story would die down by now. This shit happened in May. And we're still talking about it. And it's almost August. And. Frankly it's not even the most interesting story going on in Hollywood. You know the. uh, uh, It's just one of those things that. It's like a train wreck. And you can't look away. Because if you look away she's going to say something even crazier than what she did before. So let's let's go back to last week when she declared that she thought that the bitch was white. You remember that, don't you? I was in Central Park. We talked about it. Well, now she told Sean Hannity she thought she was Muslim or Middle Eastern. They're not the same thing. What I mean by that is white and Middle Eastern. You, the, uh, it's like she can't even get her life straight anymore. Which, of course, when you're putting out about ten of them a day, it's very hard to keep track of them unless you pay someone to do that for you. But... You know, the, you know, the whole thing is, all she had to do was say, I'm sorry, and move on. And, and she did kind of do that with the Sean Hannity interview, although he had to coax her into doing it. Um, and she did end up saying, I'm sorry. She, um... She reiterated that it was not racist, even though it was racist, and that it had everything to do with the Iran deal that Valerie Jarrett authored. 
Now, okay, I can understand being upset with someone politically and saying that they did something politically that you don't like. I get it. But you use the reference that people associate with racism. That, that there's no turning back from that, okay? Like, you can't change what society believes to be racist or what's been used as racist um, insults um, and hurled at people for a good number of years. It, that's just not how things work. Um... And Shauna Kennedy was really trying to cover for saying that she was on Ambien and she was drinking and she has multiple personalities. Um, well, he said she suffered from multiple personalities. And she corrected him with, well, I, I don't suffer, I enjoy them. You know, I'm not even mad at her about that. That's her condition. She can do with it what she wants. If she wants to laugh, and make jokes about it, I'm here for it. What I'm not here for is the continuing lies and the continuing bullshit that streams out of her mouth. She claimed that um, she was given a 24-hour deadline to clean up the mess, um, to clean up any um, misunderstood tweets. I know ABC's going to come back with no. <laughs> because the thing about tweets is they don't die. You can't clean that up. This is not... One of those things where... You know, oh, I misspoke to a, to a reporter. And now I need to kind of change... What I said. Or say that it was taken out of context. Now, you can always say that a tweet was taken out of context. But it's not going to work because it's right there in black and white. And if you put something on the internet, it never goes away. Ask Colin Farrell. His dick is on the internet. Same thing with Brad Pitt. Um, Or any of these YouTube and um, former Disney stars. Um, Jennifer Lawrence had... Her naked pictures leaked. Even if you have... Even if you go to each source and say, please take them away, people save them. And they're going to put them back on the internet. That's how the internet works. So these tweets will haunt you forever, Roseanne. And I'll be right back. Okay, I'm back. And speaking of former ABC stars... Susan Lucci is making a comeback of sorts. Um, You know, after All My Children Ended, she starred for, I think, four seasons on um, Devious Maids and then kind of took some time off. I don't know if that was intentional or if maybe she just wasn't offered anything or if she was negotiating deals. Um... She didn't really talk about that part. But, um, 
at their T- TCA um, event, Hallmark announced that she will be um, executive producing and starring in some new um, mysteries. Um, they're based on... Uh, I, I could look it up, but I don't want to right now. Um, but basically, um, she's kind of doing the whole Allison... Um, not Allison Hannigan, Allison Sweeney. And the books will be adapted from bestsellers. Or the movies will be adapted from bestselling books. Um, right now there's only one that's been greenlit. But if it's successful, um, they have said that it will be a series of movies. And, you know, it's just really great to see, um, Susan back out and working and all of that jazz. Because, you know, a lot of times people will say, um, actresses of a certain age can't get work. And Susan Lucci is like, fuck that shit. I'm going to continue to work because it's what I love to do and it's what I want to do. Um, and there's been talk that she might join General Hospital. Um, when they talked about that, it was... Um, originally it was as Erica Kane and then there was potentially a new character that she was going to play. Those are rumors. Um... There's nothing really to substantiate them other than fans' desire to see um, one of the all-time great um, soap opera actresses back on their screen. Um, Frank Valentini has said that he would love for Susan to to come over and play with him, but it would have to make sense for the storyline. And um, Susan has said she is more than happy to reprise Erica Kane. But it would have to be um, something to her liking in a story that really grabbed her. And it worries me that she says that because last time she said a story really had to, like, really um, intrigued her was when Erica's doppelganger, Jane, came to town and kidnapped her and held her hostage in an exact replica of her penthouse. Like, this woman was so crazy. Like, she... She had every single detail down about Eric's penthouse. And as far as we know, she'd never seen it. Like, she'd never been in there. Um... So, I'm, I'm trying to understand how that happened. Um, it was really, uh, it was a lot of fun watching Erica, um, or not Erica. There was a lot of fun watching Susan Lucci play two characters. Um, but on that show, it had already been done to death. Um, obviously David Canary, the legend, um, played Adam and Stewart. And he's probably one of the only actors who pulled it off believably. Um, Vanilla Hughes had played Alex and Anna. And while it was admirable work that she did, it was also very 
um, the, the story wasn't there to back her up. Um, and then, I, I'm sure I'm missing a couple, um, of storylines like that. Um, I know Elizabeth Hendrickson, she didn't play the characters at the same time, but she played, um, Maggie and Frankie Stone. And someone keeps telling me she played a third character, but I don't believe her. Um, I, I just don't. I don't think that she, I think she only played the two. Anyway, Susan Lucci's movies, um, are going to production this fall. And they're expected to premiere sometime um, next spring. So let's keep our eyes out for that. And I will be right back. And I'm back. Somehow, in every episode, it seems like I'm talking about breakups. And I'm very sorry for that. I'm not really, but I thought it would be nice to say at least. Um, this time... The breakup is Josh Demel, and I'm pretty sure her name is pronounced Isa Gonzalez. Um, Isa Gonzalez was the first person that Josh Demel dated after he his divorce from Fergie, and it it seemed to happen really fast. Um, but Josh is really low key about everything, like. The only reason why we knew about the divorce is because they put out a statement. Um, and I, I'm pretty sure they had to put out a statement. It wasn't like, oh, look at us, we need attention. I think it was more like the tabloids probably got a hold of the story and needed... Um, and they were going to run it, so... Josh and Fergie decided to get ahead of the game. And, and revealed it. So what happened with... Josh and Isa. Well, if you want to listen to their standard bullshit, it's their schedules were so different and they're both so busy. Neither one are working, but you know, they're both so busy. Um, I, I shouldn't say that because Josh was just in Love, Simon, and I think he has a couple of movies in development. Or in some phase of development at this point, but still, you're on vacation all the damn time, like seriously, I, they were, um, photographed on vacation at least, at least five times in the last two months, I wish I could be on vacation that much, Ooh, excuse me. Those mimosas are good into me. Um, my boss probably wishes I could be on vacation that damn much, too, honestly. Um. <laughs> but no, here's the truth. Josh, as I said, Josh is very laid back about everything. He doesn't like a lot of publicity. He will market and he will go out on publicity tours... Um, for his movies or TV shows because that's part of his job and he knows that as an actor you have to promote the piece but he when it comes to his private life he's actually one of those that does try to keep it on the down low well Isa was calling the paparazzi every chance she got 
and um and this is this has been spread across the the gossip boards um crazy days and nights um blind gossip um D-listed may have actually even had a story about how she calls the pa- um, paparazzi. Um, so yeah, so she would call, and while there's no like official official confirmation that that's what broke them up, it, it's not hard to see where Josh would be like, you know what? I don't need this in my life. Because, frankly, he doesn't need it in his life. You know, he has, uh, he has a son with Fergie that he needs to worry about. A career that was booming and, and doing very well. And now is... I don't want to say it's not doing well, but it's... He's not getting Transformers anymore. Um, so... You know, maybe Isa thought she was helping and was going to somehow save his career by having him papped all the time. But no, that's not how that works. Because it just makes you look like a thirsty fame whore. And I think there's one thing that so fans can all agree is Josh actually has a lot of talent. And he doesn't need to be a thirsty fame whore. He just needs the work. And, you know, there's an old saying, and Jackie Collins wrote it in her books all the time, and it's so, it's so true. Um, as an actor, as a writer, as, um, really anything in the entertainment industry, you're only as good, you're only as hot as your last release. I'll be right back. And I'm back. For this line item, um, I do want to tell you it is about um, domestic violence. Um, as, a, as a survivor of, of that, please, if you're being hit or um, physically hurt in any way, go to the police. Get out of that situation as quickly as you possibly can. You can and will survive. I promise you, if I can do it, anybody can do it. Um, this is an issue that's very dear to my heart, again, because I went through it and I know and I know how scary it is to um, leave your partner when they're doing that to you. So again, if, if you're being hurt um, and, and it's not consensual, please get out of it. Please go to the police. Um, there are shelters, there are all sorts of resources that can help you. Okay. This is called She Is Lucky She Got Out. It comes from our friends over at Blind Gossip at blindgossip.com. Um, and it reads, This film actor is involved in a legal skirmish with a woman. The one person who wants no part of this, his actress ex-wife. He was always an abusive asshole. When they were married, they used to have these big blowout fights, usually when she had been drinking and he had been drinking and doing coke. He's not big, but she's a lot smaller than him. She would yell at him, and he would push her around and grab her until it hurt. She used to wake up the next morning all bruised. It got worse as time went on. She is lucky she got out before something really bad happened. 
He sounds like a real charmer. Perhaps being so abusive is what helped him play some of his more cruel characters with such authenticity. So, this isn't even really a blind. Um, it's This is about Ryan Felipe, Reese Witherspoon, and um, Ryan's ex-girlfriend. Um, I don't remember her name at this point. But let me... Let me give you a little bit of the backstory here. Um, the now ex-girlfriend is suing Ryan Felipe for domestic violence. And um, she has requested that he be charged. Um, it was over a million dollars um, for not turning over paperwork and all, all these all this other stuff. Um, but his legal team has flipped the script and said, no, 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 our client did not do this. He cooperated with the police, which she, she says, no, he did not. Um, she is claiming that, um, he did not cooperate with the police. Um, his, his attorney say that he did. Um, only the police will, can actually answer whether he cooperated or not, to be honest. Um, and that there were no, um, criminal charges filed against him because there was no evidence that he did anything wrong. And that, um, that these moves that she's making is further proof that she was trying to extort him. Now... I'm not one to jump to sides. Um, I don't know why someone would lie about domestic violence. Especially when there are really a lot of people out there who... Who have suffered. But it, it, it does seem strange to me that... There's a civil case and not a criminal case. When I went through my situation, there was only a criminal case. And, you know, people are going to say, well... You know, these people have money, yada, yada, yada. To be honest, my ex... I could have probably got a lot for my ex. Not... I mean, he wasn't rich by any stretch of the imagination. Um, but he had a savings account that had quite a few dollars in there. He had a trust fund, I believe. Um, he had a car. Like, there there could have been a civil case um but for me it wasn't about that it was about getting out and and keeping him away from me you know maybe maybe she's not done with the cycle of abuse um lord knows it took me almost two years to get out of it again I I don't know all the facts of this case um, I was just reading a blind item that was very, very obvious. Um, but I hope she does stay away. If, if he was physically abusive to her, I hope she stays away from him. And I hope he goes to anger management and gets the help that he needs. Um, especially since it seems to be a um, behavior pattern with him. And with that being said, I am taking this weekend off. I am going to put together the Demi Lovato episode for you guys. 
Um, if there's new information that comes out, I will, of course, um, record it for you. Um, but unless something major breaks, I'm going to enjoy my weekend off. And I hope you guys have a good one as well. Cheers. Cheers.